Hi guys. Hey, what's up? Hey, Sam. So, today's recording is going to be a little different for the listeners, in that we're not playing Pathfinder. What? I brought all my dice, though. Sam, why'd you do That's that? right, you brought your dice because I lied to you about what we're doing today until I told you guys the day before this. Or something like that. Or something like that. I think we've known for over a week. I have no idea. I don't have any dice within reach either. No, that's not Time true. is I fake, do. David. I may have told you guys in February for all I remember. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Or Happy Merry Halloween, Christmas. I think. What time is it? We're recording this on Halloween because we're doing this a week before our Extra Life stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and totally not why last we're doing minute, this. For sure. Totally not last minute. This was absolutely planned to be done now for content. 100% planned for content. Oh, absolutely. We, we didn't just come up with this out of nowhere. No, no. We're, we're way better no. planners than that. I have a calendar. Why would we do that? That'd be silly. Exactly. But we thought it'd be fun, a content episode, if we gave you some behind the scenes on us building and selecting our characters for our extra live stream. This will obviously come out after Extra Life, but mostly because I want to keep the characters surprised until then. But I think it's just really fun to do because I don't know about you guys. Well, I know most of you guys. I love character creation. Yeah. I'm sure most people love character creation. So I wanted to record that for content. It's great. Especially it doing Mutants and Masterminds, which is, yo, I heard you like character creation. How about a whole game? That's basically just 90% character creation and then yeah. like 10% what you actually play at the table. That's how the so, book is written, for sure. Alex, I'm going to ask you a quick question. Yeah. Where is the character sheet for Mutants and Masterminds? The character sheet? Oh, is it just in the Roll20? Yes, and it it's, is it's awesome. In the Roll20. Okay. It's a beautiful character sheet. It is gorgeous. I am signing in. Green Ronan has made uh, official character sheets for... Oh, cameras are on. For each of their things they shouldn't be they're on which is cool We're broadcasting video and voice nice uh, i see I you disabled shortly well no <laughs> all right so i mean i'm just gonna disable mine yeah i just turned it off i thought it's... it was disabled yeah i i, th I thought it was strange oh, i'm not to... broadcasting or receiving that's why this is a gorgeous sheet. You are not well, kidding. Well, it'll, be, no, it'll right? need to be enabled. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, it'll, it'll need to be enabled so for the screen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just turning myself off for now. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, why don't you give a brief, brief overview of what Mutants and Masterminds is before we continue? Yeah. So, Mutants and Masterminds is a superhero role-playing game system. It's ostensibly based on the OGL D&D 3.5. It makes some pretty big changes. There's no classes. There's no... But that's... I mean, and there's no HP. Those are kind of the biggest differences. But it's really, really open in how character creation works. So, you still have your basic... You have stats, but there's eight of them. Strength, agility, fighting, awareness, stamina, dexterity, intellect, and presence. So, a little different. Um, there's skills. There's not as many skills as there are in Pathfinder, but they work more or less the same way. There's feats, there's way fewer feats than there are in Pathfinder, and they're called advantages in 3rd edition Needs of Masterminds. And then there are powers. Powers are the key sort of feature for Mutants and Masterminds. And yeah, and they can be they can be anything. So the way that you build powers is you decide what the power does, like its effect. So 
if you wanted to throw a fireball at someone, right, you would say that is a damage effect with an area modifier. So you would go find how to make what a damage effect costs, and then you would go figure out how to turn that into an area type effect. And then you would pay the points. It's, it's all based on character creation points. Um, and that's sort of the experience for the system as well. And that's how you build your character. So it's a combination of, of basic stats, skills, feats, and powers. Um, what we're going to do mostly, because we're pretty new to the system, is we're going to follow... They have some archetypes that help make characters quickly uh, so that you aren't lost in building powers. You can build powers to do almost anything. David, in a game that we're playing offline, or uh, not recorded, I should say, is piloting a mech suit, and in the same game, Megan is, transforms and heals herself. So, like, you can... It's, it's wild what you can do. So we might get into some of that in the next few hours, but we'll see as people what people come up with as we're working through this. Um, okay. That, yeah. Any, any other information? You want to give on that? There's lots of. Cool I think that was very like, good. Just listen. There's there's uh, so much to get into. I love this game. Um, yeah, you'll hear more about the archetypes we end up picking when we play them. Yes. Uh, and for this game specifically, the players are going to be myself, Matthew, Megan, and David. And Arrow. Garrett. And oh, Arrow Garrett did sign up for Mutants Masterminds. Yes, he just did yesterday. I think. Okay. Well, we'll see if he gets a character. We'll figure that out. But yeah, if not, I might drop out of Mutants Masterminds to Call of Cthulhu just to even out numbers. But we'll figure that out later. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll so let's start with the person who I know is the most excited to build a character in this game, Matthew. Oh, you kind of better believe it. I'm super I stoked. Don't know. <laughs> I cannot even tell you how. How excited I am. Just looking at this sheet makes me super excited. I'm definitely going to go with a powerhouse. That's, I have got to go, got to do it. Let's take a look. So we, I rolled off at the beginning and I'm uh, starting with an alternate form. There's so many, looking at the, the book here, the neat thing is there's so many, it, it's so easy, yet there's so much creativity you you could do with it. I, I'm going to go pretty, pretty basic because... I like the basic stuff, I think. Yeah. We'll get Megan and David have both reached out to me with some custom characters. They, like I said, have played before. And once you get it through character creation once, it gets much easier. So they're going to not probably stick too close to the archetypes, but we'll be able to talk about what their characters are. The powerhouse is, is you know, your Thor, your Hulk, Colossus type character mm -hmm. for comic books. We're going to lean hard on comic books because those are fun. But. Absolutely. So, you want to walk me through exactly how I'm doing this, buddy? Yeah. So we're doing the Chapter 2 Secret Origins for anyone following as a character creation tutorial, I guess. So um, we picked the, the archetype as Powerhouse and then rolled for the ability. And we rolled Alternate Form. There's three types uh, that gives us what our ability scores should be and kind of how to spread those out ability scores cut cost two points if you're building this from powerpoints for each point and they all start at zero because we're doing the archetypes they're just sort of worked out already to have the correct number of points for power level 10 which is what we're playing that's kind of your average superhero level 
I'm trying to think of popular superheroes are at 10, but most of them are at, like, 13 or 14, because the, like, that's the, like, Justice League level is 12 to 14. So once we, we have our abilities then from the alternate form, that's what uh, sure. Matthew rolled. Yep. And then we have advantages. The first one it says is to grab power attack. This does basically what you would think of from Pathfinder, but it's one-to-one. -one. So you sack some accuracy to have more damage. We'll talk about how damage works on Extra Life. You would have heard us hear this. Or on the uh, stream, you would have heard us talk about this. But there's no hit points, which makes damage different, but I really like it, so we're going to stick with that. And I don't care like care to hack HP back into this game, because um, I think HP is dumb anyways. <laughs> then you can roll a d20, or you could pick, if you'd rather, to grab some characteristics for your character. All right, uh, well. We have driven, fighter, good with crowds, popular, team player, tough, and quick. Because I love to roll d20. How many do I, It says roll 1d20 twice, is that what I'm yep. seeing? I got yeah. 2d20 here, we'll see what the results are. Alright, Tom, let's see what you got. We got a 4 and we got a 20. A 4 and a 20. So you're a fighter. Okay. You fight and mix up your blows as needed. And 20 is quick. You're faster than you look. You're talking right. about a big guy, so like it's fun to have the, the like fast big guy. So. And does that go under advantages? So yeah, so those advantages. For fighter, you get accurate attack or all-out attack. So accurate attack lets you sacrifice damage for accuracy, so two hit. Or all-out attack lets you sacrifice defenses for accuracy, David? Or is it attack or damage? I have the sheet. I'm sorry, I missed the question. What? Do you remember what all-out attack does? Otherwise, I have the sheet. Maybe. Oh. All-out attack gives you sacrifices defense for attack for two hit. Yeah, there's there's four of them. There's... Yeah, they, you can swap all around between defenses, damage, attack, and attack. damage. Yeah, you can swap every which way from that. It's crazy. Um, all right, well, we're going to go with... So we've got power attack, so we'll go with all-out attack. Okay. And then you also have improved initiative one. Okay. Which gives you a plus... One to initiative, I assume. Plus four to initiative. Oh, all right. If you were doing this with PowerPoints, you could put as many ranks into improved initiative as you want. So it's really easy. If you want to go first... You can go first. You just put, you know, four points in it, and you have a plus 16 to initiative, plus your dexterity, or uh, agility, sorry. And uh, then you're going first, basically. You have a plus 20 to initiative. But that's not what this character is. You just have it once. That's right. Okay. Which would normally cost one point. Okay, sounds good. And then for skills is what we're going to work on next. All right. Skills, it says you should start with close combat 2. Close combat unarmed 2. So this will give you a bonus to your to your accuracy. Unarmed, and then so, two ranks of it? Is that what it is? Yep, you have two ranks okay. in, in unarmed. All right. And then we should bounce another 2d20. All right, let's grab those. To see if you're an athlete, ex-military, charmer, have a rough upbringing, or a sharp mind. So what am I rolling right now? So you're rolling on the skills table. Oh, okay. We'll see. Five and fourteen. So five says that you're ex-military. Okay. And you had a rough upbringing. Oh, probably why I went to the military. Probably. <laughs> I mean, the backstory is just writing itself, right? Yeah. So that's going to give us a couple skills that you'll have. So from 
ex-military. You have an expertise skill, military. Expertise is sort of like knowledge. Um, actually, it's more like 2E, Pathfinder 2E lore, I think. You get a pretty specific one, but it can also be more vague, like magic. Yeah. Expertise skill, what's the expertise skill? Military, you said? Military, yep. Okay. So you have military 4. Right. Breaks 4. All right. And perception 4. And perception... Usually the most rolled skill in any game. <laughs> right. And then ranged combat throwing four. So that's going to be a lot like unarmed, except like, you're throwing things. All right. It's for a powerhouse. Throwing things sounds like fun. Right. And then you get expertise streetwise from your up under upbringing. So up expertise streetwise four. Okay. Go back up to expertise. Add streetwise. So it be like a different knowledge skill. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Uh, this this character sheet is amazing. It's crazy. Like I, I on stream when, when we're on stream, we'll have to capture what's going on because I absolutely love how it, your your total number is to the left of it, and it's big and it's a different color. It's teal. Right. It's great. And then uh, yeah, so you have streetwise four, intimidation six. And then perception two, so you're gonna actually up to your perception score to six as well. Intimidation six, and hey, I always like having a better perception. Fabulous. All right, what's next? Next, we get into powers. This Ooh, is the fun part. The okay. best part of every superhero game. So this archetype has two offensive powers, one okay. defensive power, one movement power, and one utility power, and we'll just sort of keep with that. Okay. So we'll roll through what each of those look like. Okay. Uh, so bounce me a d20. A 20. 20. Super strength. Well, that's so good. <laughs> you have enhanced strength 8 and power lifting 4. Oh, man. Inputting powers is a little complicated on this sheet. Um, there's a, it opens Mod a little tutorial uh, when you get to it. I hit modify. What's... What am I doing here? Oh, wow. Power tutorial, yeah. one of three. Click on these messages to move on and clear them. Well, you're working on figuring out how to put that in. You go to the next person. Do we want to get someone else rolling? Yes. Uh, that's yeah, I want to like get started. Cause, yeah, Sam, um, why don't you, you have an archetype in mind? No, I don't. Because while this happened, I got suckered into a Twitter rant about world building. <laughs> oh. Well, I was, when I was supposed to be using that time to read the player's guide so I can learn about the archetypes and stuff and figure out what I want to do. Yeah. So there's a list. Do you want me to go through the list? Or... I am at the list of archetypes uh, in the, uh, P if the like. PDF I have is on page 23 with the start of chapter 2. Oh, there's another. It gets reprinted later uh, on a table that you could roll if you like. So my idea was because it's it's me and I have to find a way to do this in any game. It's either pulling a Yu-Gi-Oh parody or doing Sentai. I am torn between the two. Sentai I think one of those like is you a can little do just about anything in this one. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. parody, you've got to be summoner for sure. I would think. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring. But is summon is also like a complicated thing. way to run. It's more complicated yeah. to do. So I think just due to this being a one one off thing we're doing kind of for this for extra life, yeah. doing a transcentai suit would be the most efficient. So I'm not the most familiar with Sentai. Crime Fighter is sort of your Batman type. 
it it'd be more akin to like an Iron Man type uh, character. Then battle suit is the way to go for sure. Yeah. Okay, um, so battle warrior suit. might also work, but battles. But if you're going for armor, or if you're thinking, mm, well, martial artist might also, but yeah. there's no real mis like mystique there. <laughs> the, I mean, the martial artist has some interest. Ha- gets powers too. Still, they just yeah. I'm just different. I'm just looking over the options now. Depending on what series, a parody mystic might also be able to do something like the Mystic Force Rangers. Sure. Uh, but I think I'm just going to go for very general, like generic Super Sentai, kind of more like Mighty Morphin, just to keep things easy. Okay. So you want to go battle suit? Yeah, I'm going to go battle suit. Cool, cool. So yeah, battle suits are Iron Man type. And you can roll or you can pick. I don't. So, you know, what am I rolling for? Here? So, first up is your abilities. This is your stat line. Yeah, because so, it has the 12, 1, 8. Yeah, so there's Genius, Military, and Accidental. So Genius is your Tony Stark, you know, who invents the suit. Military is yeah. more of your, your uh, Brody, who uh, is given the suit. And Accidental is uh, Spider-Man, who just gets it. I don't know. If we're going MCU, I... Yeah. So Spider-Man who finds it, uh, or finds the Venom suit in Secret Wars number eight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll because <laughs> it happens because different series have different rules. Like some of them have it from the start where they're trained in fighting with these. Some gain them right at the start; they had no idea they existed, and some were just built their own suits. All right, so I'm gonna like roll for it. Okay, I think... uh, yeah, so I'm going to roll my d20, and we'll see what we get. How's that sound? Sounds good. That is a 13. 13? Which is, is military. military. So you were trained by some sort of Sentai team. Yes, so I'm, I am a trained soldier, which fits the... Uh... Yeah, we've got a trained soldier and another ex-military type with the powerhouse. Yeah, so they're probably maybe the, like, drinking buddies, and they just team up to fight crime. That's right. Yeah, we'll Matthew have to talk about, like, drinks hard liquor, or I drink hard liquor, and Matthew uh, does hard drugs in the back of the room. <laughs> I can't think of anything more analogous for Mountain Dew. You can get immunity to caffeine. I'm pretty sure that's, like, a number one. That's probably, like, one. I think Matthew would kill himself if he had immunity to caffeine. I think he is immune to caffeine. I don't... <laughs> did drink 15 no, no, in four hours with no negative benefits. have a very high tolerance for caffeine that's different from being immune to it. It's resistance. Uh, it's not... Immunity. There's not there's not resistance really. You're either like there's you're like impervious, I guess is kind of like resistance, or then or you're just flat out immune. You can be immune to damage effects. It costs sixty points, I think, which is a really big chunk at power level ten. But at higher level power levels, it's like yeah, maybe. If anyone does that, I swear to God, your character's dying. I will gag you some <laughs> other way. I don't need damage to do that. But. <laughs> Then, now that you have your stat lines, you can work on advantages. Okay, so... Uh, this is another 2d20 roll. Okay, so, advantages, I roll a d20 twice. Let me get out another... You know what? Because... What the hell just fell? Oh, the cursed statue fell. Great. I'm gonna die in, like, a week, guys. I may not actually have to play. Oh, no. No. Wait, no, it's a, a week? You'd still... Well, depending which slot Mike comes in. Oh, no, good news... Uh, the cursed statue did not fall. It was just my work mouse. Oh, good. The, the cursed statue? Question mark. Yeah, I have a cursed statue. Okay. What? You don't just have cursed artifacts lying around your desk? Not around my desk. Oh, die fell off the table. Um, okay. Your, oh, yeah. Go ahead. So, 
the first one I got was a 10, which is lucky. Yep. And the other one was a 14, which is scientist. All right. Oh, boy. You have a, a headquarters as a scientist. I have headquarters, which, again, the, the Mighty Morphin did have a secret yeah, headquarters. You have a headquarters. You have a bat cave. So, yeah. yeah, you can buy vehicles and buildings as powers, too, as, like, things you have, which is what this is. So, my Zord. So, you have your, your headquarters. Skill mastery expertise in science and skill mastery technology. That's fun. And then yeah. beginner's luck, luck to redirect and teamwork. So, those, those beginner's luck lets you spend a hero point, which right, so you get where more do than I you do in Pathfinder. So where do I record these on the skill. sheet? And luck lets you re-roll once per rank. And then... <clears throat> and these... The, the numbers next to my abilities, those are my ranks or are those my modifiers? The Yes, both. Okay, so strength, where it says three next to strength, that goes in the rank column? Yep. And in the modifier column? Oh, no, modifiers would be like temporary things. Okay. I was thinking like Pathfinder modifiers. We don't have. Yeah, there's no divide or subtract okay. ten, divide by two, and around towards zero or something like that. We don't okay. Have I'm just making sure I'm filling out my numbers correctly yep. so that I don't. Because again, this is one of my first few times I've seen this sheet. It's a fancy sheet, and that makes things a little complicated. Oh, it's so nice. This is a very nice sheet. Like with powers. How's speaking of Matthew? How's that going? I think I understand how to input it. I just don't know what to input now. I figured out most okay. of it out. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. I mean, that, that's super strength. I've, I can, I could, if I knew what goes in which box, I could do it. I, I just don't know. So under yeah. power, just under the top one, which is power, the header label, I just put in super strength, right? Yep. And the descriptor, what am I putting for the descriptor? The descriptor would be so okay. So descriptors are the like they're the fluff, they're the flavor part of it. So okay. that's where you got to think about like where your power comes from. So like oh okay, I can definitely you... do that. For for strength things, it's not as important, but sure. like uh, some of it can be your source. So like if you come, if you have your powers come from some sort of alien rock and you need to expose yourself to that rock to in order to have powers then that would be one of your descriptors would be glowy rock all right what what's power cost that is the total cost for super strength here it's listed as 20 points in 20 points. the powerhouse okay uh collapsing description what am i putting there that's for more detail if you want to provide it for this and then you'd open up another thing that's called effect. Uh, that's over on the other side, right? Or is that still here? So when you have are looking at your power, you would add, uh, and uh -huh. and then it opens up a card, and you would click on the this effect is title effect and uh, power effect. Yeah, I got that. And then the power would be super strength, enhanced strength eight, or the rank would be eight. The power is just the label is still super strength. And then the rank was is eight, and then the bonus rank. What's that? You don't have any of those. And cost per rank is two. Two. Action. So action range or duration. Okay. None of those because they're constant. Okay. And then the collapsing description. As well, I'll add the other stuff, right? Uh, no, you wouldn't have to add one for okay. this. Okay. But you would add another effect. 
the, this effect is the power lifting four. So it'd be power lifting. Perfect. Power lifting. Rank is four. I gotcha. And that costs one per rank. No bonus rank. Costs one per rank. Standard is action. Range duration, nothing. Okay, yep. all right. All right, so that's all done. And then you can roll again for your other power. Oh, right. Add that. So okay. we'll hit your other power, and then I'm going to bounce back to Sam. That sounds perfect. Sounds like you got your role in this very well. Let me... So, go ahead and... Oh, grab a d20. Is it d20 still? Is it all d20? Is. Oh, uh, for this one, actually, you're going to roll 2d20. Oh, 2d20. Well, that's... Alright. Let's see what we get. Wow, they have you doing a raise in the first one. That's awesome. That one? We'll hit it in a second. Alright, so got these. Alright, Tom, don't fail me. Looks like, well, that's, well, if you roll two of the same number, do you re-roll? Yeah, re-roll one of them. Okay, I'll re-roll one of them. Alright, so that is a 12 and a 20. Which one did you get first? I guess it doesn't really matter. I rolled, a, I rolled two 20s to start with. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, these dice are hot! Sorry. <laughs> so, if you look at the table on page 81... Alright, so that'd be 82 uh, of the PDF. 82, I think, yeah. of the PDF, yeah. Yep. There's Thunderclap, which is a cone area affliction power. Okay. Uh, so you, like, clap your hand, and you can stun people. Okay. And then you also have a Ground Strike, which is a okay. burst area affliction, that you can knock people prone. Oh, that's cool. So basically, I can slap my hands, together and do a huge uh, like sonic type attack or i can slam the hands into the ground and, and cause a little air earthquake yeah That's exactly. Cool. nice i like it so those are listed as alternate powers so they okay. you can only use one of them on a turn is okay. basically what that means okay and so can only either thunderclap or ground strike right on on one turn which okay. you only have one action anyways unless you spend yeah. extra effort but then you wouldn't be able to do both and that lets you get basically you spend 10 points for the first one and then you only have to spend one point for the other because it's an alternate effect those get really cheesy and need gm approval so i'm kind of surprised that they have it in the archetypes not like this one's crazy but like mutants and masterminds is an easily crackable game like you can just break it so so easy if your gm doesn't exactly pay attention to what what's going on and the players are trying to take them for a ride but <laughs> we're not going to do that here and the archetypes aren't really an issue with that and i don't know enough that's why i chose specifically an archetype <laughs> yeah so basically you can just add those as more powers to either your super strength or you can make it a different power okay i want it Thank you. Back to Sam. You have your Howdy. advantages. Beginner's luck. Yes. Luck to redirect teamwork. Your skill masteries and your equipment. Right? Yes. So now yes, I recorded those into my sheet so that I had those listed down while you were working with Matthew to keep things moving. Super. And now I need to roll for my skills, correct? Yes. So twice right. again. Yes. So I got a... 14 and a 17, which is sciences and student. I am actually going to be a teenager with attitude. Well, you could be in grad school or something, too, if you want I could be a college. I'm probably going to be college soon, because I don't think I personally could ever get in the high school mindset again. Yeah. I am too far removed from high school at this day and age. I wasn't in a high school mindset in high school, personally. So that's, that's just me. Yeah. Gifted student problems, I guess. 
Okay. Oh, the sheet's making me do a tutorial before I can add stuff. Yup. Uh, oh. It does that occasionally. Did you click into powers or something? Or? Yeah, because that's what the... Oh, no, I'm in no, skills, not in powers. I clicked on the wrong tab then. Let it's me okay. Go. It'll reset so, the tab. You can reset the tutorial yeah. if you need it when you get to powers. So, for sciences, I get science 6, perception 4, and technology 6. Yep. That's expertise. So that is that's my... expertise science 6. Which yes, is actually so that be is my science ten because you're a scientist and a student. Yes, which is spicy. Student gives me science four, perception. I have perception eight as well. Yeah, persuasion four and technology four. So that'd be a ten. technology ten then. So, so I'll have science ten. Where is science on the skills tab? It's, you have to add it. It's an expertise. So the, oh, okay. those are the ones like knowledge. Instead of listing all the knowledges, you just have to add which knowledges that your character. Gotcha, has. and that's an intelligence skill because it's. Yep. Science, so 10. Perception of 8, which is a great opening perception. Mm -hmm. Persuasion 4. And then I already added my technology 10. So I start... Ooh, that's... Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Those are good skills. Okay, I see. I have a plus 12 technology. Plus 12? Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Oh, because, uh, 2 for yeah, intelligence. intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Intellect I have a 12... Yes, yes. Yeah, instead. And then we're going to get to your powers quick, because you're going to have a lot to type off of your powers. Yeah. The battlesuit has a weapon array attached, which default includes an accurate ranged damage ability, Ooh. Um, which is your plasma blast. That's what it's called here. You can reflavor that if you want. I don't... My blade blaster. Yeah. So it's some sort of ranged damage. I'm sure we'll see at Extra Life what exactly that looks like. Yep. And then you're going to take the weapon array... Uh, 4 d10. 4 d20 on this table to see what else you've packed into your suit. Okay. That is an eclectic... Oh, I got two doubles, so hold on. I got two twos. Yeah, re-roll any duplicates. Yep, I'm making sure... I, I rolled and I got another duplicate, because life is a farce. There's only 10 okay. items on this table, so... Yeah, okay, so I have a 2, a 15, a 17, and a 19. Alright, those all end up on different ones. Perfect. So I have an electrified shell. Reaction damage, 6. Nice, so if someone touches you, basically, they take damage. An Omni Blaster, which is a, a cone attack, which I'm always a fan of AoE damage. Penetrating, 4. So if someone has invulnerability, that means that your damage will get through it. Then on the 17, I have a Strength and Accuracy Booster. So you can mix it up in melee. And then I have a Tractor Presser Beam. Which allows me to move things. That's cool. That's very cool. The little, okay, like, telekinesis so... thing. That's awesome. Quick question. So on that ground strike, what is the rank of that? Where do I find that in the book? You have first area affliction rank 10. Rank 10, okay. That'll be a DC 20 to avoid um, okay. when I roll against it. Basically, area things tend to be afflictions. If you're going for status effect, it's 10 plus the rank. If you're doing damage, it's 15 plus the rank. Okay. For the DC to roll against it, uh -huh. and if you're if you have like area, they get a dodge, and that's ten plus rank to dodge, if they're fast enough to dodge okay. it. Because theoretically, this game goes all the way up to cosmic levels. Like they have stats, they just wrote out casually in one of the books the stats it would take to destroy the Earth in one punch. Like eh. what it would take. <laughs> Mathematically, Honestly, that's we've fantastic. Done it. It's not possible. Like you can't get enough points in a character to actually do it from a player character, but you know, GMs need to know these things sometimes. 
Alright, so electrified shell. And then I also have my defensive powers. How do I select those? Uh, looks like you or just I just have those, those by net. You just have I just those. have those natively. Because okay. your main power is armor, so you get some enhanced defenses, an armored shell, and sealed systems, so you have immunity life support. So you could go into space with your suit. Oh, Alright, and, and then I roll control, so 1d20 once for my movement powers. Yeah. I got a natural 20 for teleport tech. Teleport tech. Oh my goodness. You can teleport 8 miles. Oh no. Eight, I can teleport 250 feet or extended to 8 miles. Yeah. Just like, you, you know, I kept joking about it being, you know, like Mighty Morphin with the command center being teleported around. Mm -hmm. There it is. But you, can tele but you can only teleport yourself. That's not part of your headquarters. Oh, that's just one of my but native true. powers. Hello. And then you also get a two utility powers. You have radio communication and some sensors for extended vision okay. and infravision. And while I just write everything down, let's go back to Matthew. Yeah. And we'll come back to some complications for you later. Uh, yeah. How, uh, how's your offensive powers going there, Matthew? I just finished putting in Thunderclap. So awesome. that was the last one. Time I literally just powers. finished it. Okay, so defensive powers. Is that still so just it a says here that if you rolled solid form or super strength on the offensive power table, take super stamina directly below and then roll on the table. I so did the not. The first thing you have is super stamina, but let's roll on the table too. Okay, so 1d20, 2d21 of a rolling. Uh, you're gonna roll 4d20. Wait, no, hold on, hold on. You're gonna roll 2d20. Okay, so, okay. There's let's... some complicated instructions for this one. I had to read the whole paragraph all the way to the end. So, we will see what happens. My book ended it. I got a 1 and I got a 20. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Okay. So, you have immunity 10 to one common power descriptor from invulnerability so cold electricity fire magic radiation sonic or weather so you could pick you get to pick one of those okay you'd be immune to lower levels of damage from those sources sure and then thick skin is impervious toughness so you'd be immune to low levels of damage um anything damage rank five and below you just ignore like it doesn't even that's oh, like okay small rounds Dang. and people throw rocks at you or something so, like you just doesn't matter so i'm going to choose fire and then thick skin is just thick skin it's just All damage right. yeah okay so well, that seems good <laughs> happy with that and does that still just go on that same big powers list that we're building right now yeah pretty much you want to let's look go through your movement powers and utility powers while we're okay sounds good as we're going let me so so how many d20 this time? So I need one d20 for the movement powers. Alrighty. That's a 14. Now that gets you super leaping. So you have leaping 12. So okay. you can jump four miles. <laughs> That's awesome. That's phenomenal. That is amazing. I love that. <laughs> yes. Step aside, tall buildings. <laughs> that's right. Leap is tall buildings in a single bound, literally. All right, yeah, so that's yeah, literally just jump into the atmosphere. No worries. 
It's fine. All right. It's not straight up. Like that's you can cover a four mile horizontal. I think. Okay. Eight foot vertical leap. <laughs> Eight foot vertical, four mile horizontal. <laughs> the best and worst no, long jumper in the world. Post that's like you know lions can jump thirty feet and it's like thirty feet horizontally, not thirty, 30 feet, feet into the fucking sky. Do you know how terrifying? Yeah. <laughs> Never would have made it. Yeah. All right. Oh. So. You said you chose the powers? Yeah, and somebody put a badly photoshopped picture of a lion throwing feet in the air. I roll 1d20 again, 2d20, whatever I'm rolling. Yep, one more d20. One more 2d20. 12. 12. You are immortal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't age. Immortality 2. Okay. And enhanced advantage 1 diehard. Okay. That means you get a feat, basically, as a power. And die hard, you just automatically stabilize when you're dying. Cool. For people listening and at the table here, immortality doesn't mean you can't die. It just means that any time you would die, you come back. So immortality 2 means you come back in time rank 7. It's, it's resurrective immortality. Yeah. No, oh, like perfect mortality. So time cool. rank 17. So every week when you die, you come back one a week, week later. <laughs> Just, you're fine. One week later. That's all good. Don't worry. Nothing happened. No worries. <laughs> I'll be back in a week, guys. So at time rank 20, or if you put 20 ranks into immortality, this costs 40 points to do. So 20 ranks of immortality, you come back every six seconds. So, you don't even lose your turn. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Just what we need, an immortal Matthew. Oh, I love it. I love Which, to be character. fair, based on his caffeine consumption, he might already be there. It's so, true, it's true. Yeah, I'll let you get those powers. Um, I'm gonna go and put those. Off, Sam. You go work on Sam. I'm still adding uh, my... my uh, offensive defensive and movement powers but okay. and then i have my utility powers just as my base yep those are set for you and then you also have your defenses i just want to touch on these quick and explain what yeah, yeah so this is like think your base save modifiers for pathfinder that's your fortitude and will translate pretty directly to that yeah you have to buy your bases for this dodge and parry are more like ac so dodge is your ranged defense, and parry is your melee defense, and then toughness is how is your ability to resist damage, and so that. So be I have no toughness. Here. Or, so here you have zero toughness, but because of your defensive powers, you have enhanced defenses sixteen, so that adds to your dodge, fortitude, parry, and will, and then your armored shell gives you impervious protection eight, which so you get eight points of toughness from your armor. And that's why you don't invest any directly into toughness. So that's like Which makes sense. what your body can take versus what your armor can Gear. protect you from. Yeah. So I'm a squishy boy, but my armor can take. I'm I'm wearing heavy armor. Yeah, exactly. You're you it's... know you're an Iron Man armor basically, right? Like yeah, it's like something. targeting touch AC. I'm in heavy armor, but you bypass the armor. I'm I'm a sitting duck. Yeah. So well, they'd have to literally take the armor off of you. Yeah, but I'm just trying to pull an analogy. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, after that, and I'll put those numbers in, I have complications. Yeah, this is more of the social stuff. So I think generally they try and keep... I think they intend for you to take all of these. 
but you can change these around because they're all just sort of fluff. And for more information on complication to my players here, there's a different section that talks about it. One key thing you need to have is a motivation. And that's, you know, why are you a superhero? So it should be something fairly strong. But the they offer some suggestions for the so the motivation for a battle suit user is responsibility. That's the really given one. So yep. whether an inventor, military weapons, trained soldier, or random person the suit was given, the archetype often feels they are respons responsibility to use the suit to help others and make up for past shortcomings. Yeah. So maybe something in the war happened. Who knows? Right. So that could be something that you're doing. You can definitely choose a different one if you like, and they have some suggested ones. At the beginning of chapter two on page 27. So these complications are story beats that I can pull on to give you hero points, as well as, or that you can pull on to get to earn hero points, I should say. And then I can try and tie you up in them to give you some more as well. Hero points yeah, are and, what and... I pay you to break the game. And so if I need you to get trapped or something, I can just give you all hero points and then you're trapped because I need you to be trapped. And that's just yeah. all there So is to it. Alex, yeah. for, for defenses and stuff with the armored shell and everything, I would just put that in the modifier column then? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just um, making sure I'm doing that right. So like I'll have an eight, a nine dodge because I have uh, one agility plus four dodge plus four for my amplifier. Yes, and then dodge and parry <laughs> together can't be more than twenty. Or no, sorry, dodge and toughness and parry and toughness, whatever your final total is, can't. Together they are exactly 20. twenty. Yep, and then fortitude and will together can't be more than twenty. I don't think they're anywhere close to that, but they just can't be. A 10 and... Wait, Fortitude and Will? Yeah. 10 and 9. Oh, okay. So, 19. That's that's works. That's less than 20. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm just putting all my numbers in. Yeah. There's some trade-off things that when you're building this by points, you have to observe to keep the game from cracking directly in half. But you, you can still get around them. Um, so, I have an 11 strength because I have the accuracy booster. Is that right? The accuracy... Enhanced strength eight. Oh yes, but only while that's on. So that's okay. part of your weapons array. So, okay, so that has to be activated. Got it. Yep. So like default, you have your plasma blast, but on yes. your turn you can decide which one you're gonna have activated. So if you think a bunch of people are gonna like pummel you, you can turn on your electrified shell so that they all take damage when they hit you. And, and so then you to, yeah. Yeah, and then I just have my base plasma blaster yeah okay so that's sort of the default one assumed active you can swap to the omni blaster or the strength and, and when you get into melee you can turn that on and then that's there okay i'm gonna ask some more questions later on when we get into breaking down what power cost is yeah you don't really need to worry about it because we're building by archetype okay but if you're building by points then we'd be ironing those out Okay, so if we were to build these from the ground up instead of by archetypes, exactly. they matter. Okay, these I cool. trust are worked out properly. I haven't done the math for them, but I assume that they, you know. I assume that the people that made the game built their books correctly. Right, I, I'm going to give them that benefit of the doubt. It's probably within three or four points either way in the study. Yeah. Okay, so then I have construct after that. 
Or no, that's, that's different. That's, that's the next. The next that's that's the if I had a golem, yeah. Yeah. So golem okay, was so that's, just a different type of character. So that's the whole. Jeez, my powers list: electrified shell, plasma blast, tractor presser beam, omni blast, strength and accuracy booster, ability amplifier, armored shell, steeled system, teleport tech, communication system, and sensors. Yeah, and you can rename any of those if you want. And if you decide in the next week that you don't like one of them or it doesn't fit with your Sensei image, we can swap one out for some equivalent powers and stuff. Um, I'm happy to help you iron through these. Let's check in. David, have you been working on your character as we go through here? Yeah. I know you had a, an idea in mind. Do you want to share a little, at least, what you're working on since you're going by points? Or I can do Megan if you'd rather. Yeah, no, I kind of I kind of want to keep what I'm doing pretty under wraps. Can you tell us an archetype that most closely resembles? I know you didn't build to an archetype. No, I can't. There isn't one. Okay. What about a trope? I feel like that would be giving too much away. I know exactly what the reference is that I want to make, but it would give everything <laughs> away. All right. Oh, the only hint I will give you is that I have a figurine of a character from that show on my shelf. Do you have a character sheet already, David? That's the other In one. Roll20? Yeah, but okay. I don't have it uploaded. I'm building it in Hero Labs. That's fine. I was just making sure that you had somewhere to record it. Megan, do you want to share about your character? I also don't want to give too much away about my character because it's, it's very much built around the concept of this one-shot. That's fine. I mean, but but what I will give away time. is, there are many benefits to being a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, I love that meme. It's very good. Ian, as the and closest person the here to a marine biologist, is that I am looking at special senses for one of my powers. Ooh, I've been DMing back and forth with Alex about this while yeah. other people have been building characters. And I've been just uh, giving Alex some fun facts about <laughs> what... biologists. Are you doing the idea that you told us you were doing? Yes. I think, yeah. Have you heard okay. I told you cool. guys I was doing. Because I remember what you said, yeah. Yes. <laughs> For those keen-eared listeners, you may now hear Caden in the background giggling because one of our friends is actually a, has a master's in marine biology. And her boyfriend is a shitlord who will expand at length about wandering sea sponges when her thesis was on sea sponges and she just sits there mad. <laughs> that is the idea. Like so much fun. <laughs> you got some good chuckles out of that one. So, yeah. Basically. Megan, Yes. I told Megan the premise for this thing, and she's like, I know exactly the hero that I'm playing for this game. Wrong. Like a month and a half ago, I think, in a car ride down, we basically built the 36. whole character and concept, but now Megan's yep. finally putting him to numbers. What did you do wrong, Sam? Can I help? Uh, no, no, no. I, I did my math somewhere wrong, because it's got... So it has my list of how many power points I should have Yeah. for all of my abilities, and I am four over. So I'm trying to figure out where I went wrong on those numbers to get everything. Possible we rolled wrong, or like the totals from what you rolled didn't quite come. Uh, it it, no, it looks it's supposed to have advantages ten points, and I only have seven. I think I just put numbers in wrong because oh, I, I copied everything directly. Three and 
luck two. That's probably why. So you have sure. three ranks invested in your headquarters. And oh, so it's just pulling from the wrong area. Okay, yeah. So I have it. I just have it listed in advantage instead of in. A, okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll pull some numbers out and fix that. My number, the every the information is correct. I think I just put it in the wrong columns. Is all. Cool. That'll be fun. Battle suits are cool. Iron Man is MCU. Iron Man is cool. I really need to read some comic, some Iron Man comics to. So I've got power lifting. I've got super strength. I've got ground strike, thunderclap, invulnerability to fire, thick skin. Super stamina and immortal. You're not killing me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure I can damage you. Uh, enhanced stamina, I think, just gives you ten more ranks of stand up stamina. That like, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is cool. <laughs> this character is almost exactly what I had in mind. I'm just playing straight off the archetype. So the neat thing to me about this system is you you can come in completely unaware, roll it easily, and still get a fun character that, yeah, I, I like Absolutely. this system. And it didn't take hours and hours. No, I'm it, already... It can if you do try to build it without help from sure. powers. Because that's a little complicated. I love these archetypes. I, I just love them. Yeah, with Summoner, I would have made Sam, like, the, holy... We'd have had to have started this, like, a month ago to get that ironed out. Yeah, because there's... But, I mean, the neat thing about these archetypes is they don't seem like they're going to be way worse than anybody else's character. I think this is going to be a, you know, I mean... Oh, yeah, no, you'll be fine. Yeah, it, I think it'll be fine. This game is, and it's really pretty easy to play at the table. No HP just saves you a lot of math, in my opinion. I like having the different types of defenses and the math you, and abilities. Very big on that. Very eloquently in my mind. You're also very big on like for those like not I'm not I'm not saying this like any other way, but the best way I can describe it is non standard combat events. Yeah. Oh like how you like how Savage Worlds or that alternate Pathfinder rule where armor acts as untyped DR instead of to yes. your AC. Yes. You're a huge fan of things where AC is it's... completely nonsensical as a concept if you know anything about fighting and how armor works. So like, yeah, <laughs> I much prefer this way of doing it. Which it's cool. It's it's fun to do systems that things are different. Mm -hmm. I, I hope that I'll win you over and we'll never play Pathfinder again because we can build all those classes. I like, I like... We could build all those classes in in Mutants and Masterminds. It's I like Pathfinder. Really <laughs> There's way more customization. And it's way more straightforward than Pathfinder. Like, the esoteric rules of Pathfinder can be fun, but it's nice that you can give a, a new player the core rulebook and they can find everything they want and surprise you with things that you never thought of. That's, I think, it for means of masterminds. I mean, we'll have questions, and as you're brushing things up, we can, we'll go over it for sure. I'm just looking at, there's a supernatural creature archetype that's got rules for demons and werewolves and vampires i like that so i'm That's just fun. looking at these real quick with you so it's uh under abilities all under abilities alternate form it says strength four agility one fighting six awareness one stamina four deck zero intellect zero presence two so those are just i input those straight and i don't do anything else with those right yeah those are your ranks in each of those abilities so i start with a zero dex and a zero intellect correct Okay, just making certain that this is correct, you know? And then... Yeah. The modifier... 
Okay. So, like, on the super stamina, it gives me a modifier of 10 to my stamina. So I just add that to the blue column under stamina, under modifier, right? I just put yep, a 10 in there. that'd be modifier there. And then your super strength gives you enhanced strength 8. That sure. would give you a modifier there under strength as well. Cool. Double checking. Both of those don't turn off, so you can just leave it there forever. Okay, just double checking that stuff. Alex, I figured out why my numbers were weird. I put I just I put my movement stuff in the wrong section. Ah. So it it put me six over there because or like eight over there because I put it in my ability. My power is not in my movement section. It should be in powers, but whatever that works. So are the only abilities I have the ones that we went through to start with? Like I don't have any athletics, or do I have ranks to put in athletics? Do I have ranks to put in skills? No, you. Okay. Because of the way the archetypes work, we we figured out all your skills. You're you're spent. So the, everything the total right under your under where your name would be. Uh huh. That, uh, that tells you. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm just double checking the points so just the couple things we rolled are the only ones that okay sounds good so alex yeah after we added all of that stuff in what else needs to go on this sheet i need a name from you and then i'll get you a name and then we should fill in what your complications are and motivations and stuff so all right that yeah, i'll I need do, to do that, that, that during we can go over that sort of stuff at at on the stream. Yeah, because that's when we're going to be talking about these characters. So, under movement, do I just put my leaping, or is there... Yeah, you have leaping, and then you okay. have a regular ground speed of zero, um, which okay. is 30 feet per round. Okay. Well, which is 30 feet. So, really, I should... Do I need to buy any, like, weapons or gear or anything? No, you'll just punch things. Well, no, you just shoot things. Your suit counts as a device, which is a superpower that is tied up in your... in equipment. Um, that's a device. If you do equipment, you can buy it cheaper, but it's also way more breakable. So but can I also flavor it like I have like the the Full Metal Alchemist sword like arm thing, or like is it just fist only, no weaponry? Technically, it's fist only, but you can flavor you morph your suit into having a sword. That's not a problem. Okay, cool. As yeah. long as it comes from like your suit, I'm a okay with whatever because you've bought it. Yeah, because in Sentai and Power Rangers, generally, uh, their wet their laser gun yeah. has a du is dual form. Then it also forms into like a short sword. Yeah, if you want to flavor it like that, that's a okay, and that's where your awesome. like enhanced strength would come from for your for my melee fighting. Yeah, for your melee fighting, you can flavor that like your your suit switches, yeah. and that's that's the idea of the weapon array too. Is that like your plasma blast is transformed into this other version. Oh wow! Just so you guys know, it's uh, once I put it in there, leaping is four miles around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand miles an hour is what it puts. Yes. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> speedsters are whack, and like leaping, you're barely kind of into the speedster territory, but it's still just like, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm a powerhouse, so having anything in the speedster territory sounds cool to me. You're quicker than you look, man. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Speedsters, 20 ranks of super speed get you 4,000 miles around if you want. like, And that's 20 points to grab. Four miles around. I, I do want to look up to see just how what what his actual height he could jump is. I mean, yeah, I, you, you probably want to go read up on the leaping effects. I, yeah. I will be, but I don't imagine you need a car. 
That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering if you know if he could leap tall buildings. Tall buildings are what five hundred feet. I'd probably give you that. Uh, yeah. I don't know exactly what kind of vertical you get, but you could probably get sure. pretty close. You could catch the top sure. and pull yourself up. So I'll read up on that. Complications? I don't need anything there right now, is what you're telling me? You should think on those over the next week. There's okay. some listed in the book there, but there's more on, I think it was page 26. Okay, so for, like, the big things that aren't just, like, flavor stuff, Matthew and I are done then, right? Yeah, yeah. you guys are done. You've made me some awesome. characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, and then David and Megan have their stuff they're working on, but they've already been doing that, so... Yeah. Look forward to Extra Life for when we reveal those builds. <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited. There, it's gonna be wild, guys. It's gonna be It's depressing. gonna be wild. This uh, is the first episode in a, I've barely participated in that's not for a depressing reason. Yeah, I mean, we'll hopefully get you in there. I mean, if you want to share, like, welcome to. No, no, it's intentional. I know. Yeah. Do you want me to, uh, I do have a name that I can tell you guys. Yeah, what do Oh, we yeah, share your name before we sign off for this. Yeah, yeah. It's, the name of the hero is the White Prince. White Prince. I like it. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm, I, I know a little bit about where you're going, and now I'm, I'm scared. But you know, whatever. We're good. We're good. It'll be fine. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at, at @bardungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com/dungeondivebar and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash dungeondivebar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeondivebar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirrorwolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.